0: but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone.
1: First and Pod,
0: hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew
1: Filippone. Your guy Tua got MVP chance today, Dolphins, Texans. That is like the most tailor-made layup national story ever. Tua, should he be MVP? We talked about it a few weeks ago. You were mad at me for not including Tua in the the MVP conversation. Do you think that's about to be a huge thing?
2: Uh, It can be. I think it can be. I think you know, we see this, you know, I'll just make a qu- quick comparison to college football. I mean, did you see the way the markets changed for the Heisman trophy a minute before kickoff of Ohio State Michigan to where it was when the game ended? Stroud was like minus like um I like an incredible favorite to to not even being in the conversation with one game. So all I'm saying is that, yeah, right now, he's probably like maybe like fourth or fifth. He's like in the conversation. He's honorable mention. But if they sweep Buffalo, if they win that division, if Mahomes just kind of plays okay and not great, you know, if Dallas ends up winning the NFC East, Dak's not going to get the MVP. Micah Parsons isn't going to get the MVP. I mean, there is a path for Tua to win the MVP award. Absolutely, it's there.
1: Yeah, it's there. That's a couple too many ifs for me. I want to see if I want to see if the awards markets are are posted again after the games, just real quick.
2: I mean, I would guess Mahomes and Hurts for sure are ahead yeah. of
1: him. Yeah, and so but he's third, plus five fifty. Yeah. Mahomes minus
2: one forty five. You can't bet it. There's no value there, but I get why he's the favorite.
1: Yeah, but I could see Hertz winning that award as just the new thing on the block, and that and like the record. And we've talked about their schedule. I could I could see Hertz winning that award over Mahomes, man.
2: But let me ask you this question: If Dallas wins the division, you can't give the award. No, no,
1: you cannot. Yeah, I agree. No, Mahomes deserves to be the favorite. Um, but. Non Mahomes, and I guess this is a obvious statement because he's got better odds than him, but I, I think Hertz has a cleaner path and narrative to it than Tua does, largely because of the presence of Tyree Hill. Um, my only my thing from this game that I thought was just interesting, I was th- thinking about uh, next week, like kind of like Chiefs Rams felt like I was like looking ahead to Chiefs Bengals. Yep. Niners Dolphins next week is an awesome game. Yep. On a ton of levels, like schematically with the Niners defense against the Dolphins offense. They but know also each other, with- McDaniel. Yeah, exactly. Shanahan McDaniel. And it's a 405 Eastern game when most of the country is going to be
2: getting Chiefs Bengals. That sucks. Yep. I know. Like that, that is like. And the- you know what? And you know why? And- you know why that is? You know why? Because. And I thought it was the TV network that made the decision, but it's actually the league when it comes to the flex. But the TV networks can can lobby the leagues like, hey, please don't make a flex decision here. I think that happened with the Cowboys and Colts because that game is no business being the Sunday night game. It's only there because the Cowboys, as we saw on Thanksgiving, attract a gigantic audience when they're right. good. But that game should be the 405 game or should be a one o'clock game. And Dolphins and Niners should be the primetime game. Because the Cowboys lovers. Yeah,
1: right. No, I, I was just gonna say like the both primetime games, and I know you don't flex Monday night games, but like New Orleans, Tampa, Ugh. Dallas, Indy, it's such a better game. Like I want I want to watch every snap of that game, and obviously it's doable but it's it's just going to be it's going to be tougher to do. It sucks. I mean it, I mean next week's got a lot of really good games on paper, but that one that one might be my favorite. Uh you're locked into the New York sports media market scene. How do you think they're going to handle what Mike White did to my Bears today? So, because I'll tell you this, I'm sorry to answer the question real quick, uh or just to give context, it led Sunday night football halftime. I saw that. It led it. They said the legend of
2: Mike White continues Yeah. Okay. on football night in America. Yeah. Um, here's what's happened, I think. This is just my opinion from afar. I think the Geno Smith renaissance has rotted the brains of otherwise smart people who talk about sports in New York City. And that because of what happened with Geno Smith there, you know, they had him, both teams had him, and he's gone on to have a really good year. I think that there's like this love affair with the underdog quarterback now. And so that's why Mike White, I think, has a big following and a huge fan base there because they want to believe that somebody like that, you know, is capable if given a chance, can be a really good quarterback. They're really big on this idea that these guys just don't get opportunities now. And so I think that that – look, I honestly believe that the owner got involved there. I really do. I I, I don't think that that was an uh, uh, individual decision that was made by Sala just to go to White. I think the owner saw the press conference after the game with Wilson – was so put off by it that just like Ursa got involved with the Colts, I think the same thing happened with the Jets. And he said, Play white. And it worked today. And he didn't have a bad game. But we'll see. Like you, you, you made a, the best point. The Bears defense sucks. A lot of quarterbacks can do that against the Bears defense. And, and, the wall- and today
1: is an even worse version of the Bears defense. Eddie Jackson left the game hurt. Brisker was out. And Kyler Gordon was out. Both their second-round picks in the secondary yep. were out. So, I mean, arguably, other than J- Jalen Johnson is their best, but the guy, the guys who started the year, Eddie Jackson, Robert Quinn, Roquan Smith, those would be three of their four best defensive players. They were out. And then Brisker has been a top five player for them for their defense, too. Their their, their defense is atrocious. It was it was not a representative NFL defense that that they that they put on the field today. I mean that if that defense played 17 games with like that as the as the unit, it would be a historically terrible points allowed, rushing yards allowed, passing yards allowed, defense. Like there, there were there were not guys. My, my guess is of that defense that played two or three will be starters
2: for the Bears next year. Like the the guys who finished the game. It, That's it was, why it was probably an ideal game to actually start Wilson. R- well, right, that was the that was the thing. Like, how bad is it? With I mean, like they're gonna
1: have to keep him on the scout team for weeks because it, if it it was not a decision based on the opponent. Now I know they didn't want to su- like subject him to the home crowd, and if something went wrong, and you know you didn't know that Brisker and Gordon were going to be out for sure with the concussion. Though, but that did happen on Friday. Like, that that was not, like, a game-time thing. And then Eddie Jackson leaves during the game. I understand that. But the Bears' defense today was legitimately not an NFL-caliber defense that they tried out there. You mentioned Geno Smith. I think it's, like, a little bit of, like, the Gardner-Minshew thing. I think it's that people like the idea that, like, oh, maybe I could be an NFL quarterback. (laughs) Like, there's a fairly nondescript Non-athletic-looking white person, like, <laughs> like I could maybe be Mike White. I could maybe I wear Jorts and have a handlebar mustache. I could be Gardner Minshew. Like, I think it's like one of those things that people just like you. You want to believe that that is a real thing, and like, oh, he lives in a van. His name's Mike White. He could be an accountant. No, he sucks. there's nothing special about him in any way give me a real sample size from him and it's there and then my only bears thing out of this game is i'm going to be insufferable even more so than normal because anyone who'd been hating on justin
2: fields like oh trevor Simeon, he had these passing yards yeah between the 20s they scored 10 goddamn points why didn't my man nate peterman make the start i was getting fed a bill of goods that i was going to be able to watch nate peterman play football again today but so
1: Trevor Simeon was the backup they elevated Peterman from the practice squad because Fields was gonna be there and they needed a backup Yep. uh and then Trevor Simeon got an ouchie in warm-ups
2: yeah and then everyone said Nate Peterman was gonna start and I got excited and I bet the Bears because of it oh and but then
1: but then Simeon went into the locker room and like just like I'm gonna tough this out I'm embarrassed I can't get hurt in pre-game warm-ups and then he played and so they played him but so yeah The Bears did not know who their starting quarterback was going to be seven minutes before kickoff today. Fairly incredible set of circumstances for this football team that I cover. Uh, Falcons commanders, close game, not particularly entertaining game. Uh, I don't know where you want to go. The thing that I thought was maybe most interesting is Taylor Heineke was not good today, but he's five and one as a starter. Do you believe this is the last we've heard from Carson Wentz in any meaningful way? Because he was cleared to practice, but I see no reason why Washington would be compelled to go back to him over Taylor Heineke, who by all accounts is like the anti-Wentz in terms of like leadership and likability and all of that stuff. And they're winning. And I know they, you know, they've got a little bit of a commitment to Wentz, but like feel like we're done with the Carson Wentz show for a long time here. I
2: I, I do. Yeah. Although, As I say that, I thought Sam Darnold looked pretty good against one of the better defenses in the NFL today.
0: The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
2: So small sample size, yes, but he did it against Denver's defense, who I, you know, consider one of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, no, I don't, no one will trade for, no one will sign Carson Wentz to be a starting quarterback. I don't even think, given his reputation now, that it'll be in the way that we talked about Jacoby Brissett earlier. Exactly. It's like, hey, keep the seat warm for this kid. No, that won't happen. I think he's going to have to be a high-end backup quarterback somewhere. I don't even know if he wants to do that. And
1: But same thing, man. Like, You want your backup quarterback to – I mean, unless you have a – I mean, I guess he could back up like Josh Allen – you know, like he could, he could bat, like where there's absolutely no path whatsoever to being a starter. Your voice doesn't matter. You don't need to coach. Like you don't need to mentor. You don't need to anything, man.
2: I'll tell you what, Washington is going to be one of the weirdest teams to talk about when this season is over, because I don't think Heineke is going to be able to do enough here to convince people that he's a legitimate starting quarterback Like a franchise quarterback, where you're like, we're good with this guy. And they're, if they're going to make, I think they're going to make the playoffs now. So that means they're not going to have a good enough draft pick to take one of these guys at the top of the draft. And given how poorly things have gone, now Stafford won a Super Bowl, but how things went for like Russell Wilson in a trade, maybe even Deshaun Watson to a lesser extent, given everything off the field with him. Like Washington, I think would be a prime candidate to trade for a quarterback, but are they going to be willing to give up the King's ransom in picks? You know, like they're going to be Who's in that. Quarterback? To- What's that? It
1: would, you know, like anything, it would matter who the quarterback is, who you trading for. Well, I know, like but I, I'm just saying- I could see them being more willing to move up to draft one, maybe than like going out and getting a veteran. I don't know that they feel like they're a veteran quarterback away from just like really winning.
2: I don't know, man. They might. If they win, if they go nine and eight or 10 and seven. Yeah, they might. Don't... They might. Young core,
1: you know? But, yep. but, but yeah, I, I, I guess it would just, it would do, like what, what veteran, we, like we talked about Kyler last week, but I don't Derek see that Hall. happening. Like what, what veteran that moves the needles getting traded this offseason? I mean Jordan Love. Yeah, that's
2: somebody like that. I, I heard Boomer Esi- I heard Boomer Iason say Jared Goff is a great quarterback after the Detroit Thanksgiving game. Does Jared Goff go to Washington? Boomer
1: Iason said Jared Goff is a great quarterback.
2: Yeah, you need to bring that up with him the next time I'm gonna, he's on the show.
1: I'm gonna put that in my notes for Wednesday at three. Yes. That's a questionable do. statement, Boomer. <laughs> I don't know what was in your cider there, buddy, on Thanksgiving. I don't love that. I don't love that take out of you. Uh you mentioned Denver's defense. So the Sam Darnold, you said he played okay. That 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 touchdown roll into the end zone was was hilarious, but let's let's table that for a second. This is the last game of the day. I would argue, Pony, that we could have led with this team today. The Broncos are a fucking catastrophe. (laughs) Like, they don't have an out of Russell Wilson's contract until 2026 at the earliest. And it would still be over $30 million in dead cap space if they did it in 2026. Dude, I don't know. Like, I, I know you know. There are 20 quarterbacks this season with over 300 pass attempts. This is how Russell Wilson ranks in touchdowns of the 20. He's 20th in completion percentage. He's 20th in quarterback rating. He's 19th. The only guy worse is Davis Mills. He looks horrifying. Horrifying. Their offense can't do anything. What do you do? What do you do if you're Denver? Just pray that he's that he's not cooked? What do you do? You cannot trade him. You can't, I mean, are you going to bench him and play a guy for the veteran minimum who's better than him? He's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league.
2: I don't know what you do. And the same stuff that was allegedly going on behind the scenes in Seattle happened during the game today where one of their defensive tackles that looked like wanted to fight Wilson on the sideline and he had to say, like, I got this, calm down, we're good. You weren't good. Right. Um, And that's the frustration of the defense has been good enough to win a ton of games. And if they had just gotten decent play from Russell Wilson, they'd probably be in the thick of the playoff race right now. What do you do? Well, you're stuck with them for one. Unless you coax him into retirement, he's your quarterback.
1: He says he wants to play until his forties.
2: Yeah, you're stuck with him. <laughs> like, so...
1: but he, I, I, I assume he's not this bad, but he might be. He, I mean, he legitimately might have been propped up by DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Pete Carroll and. You know, he's had a couple of injuries and it falls off fast. And I it is absolutely in play that he is just gonna collect checks for the next four years as the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos, and then until they like are the worst team in the NFL, draft a quarterback, and then he's the highest
2: paid backup in the history of sports. Yeah, he's gonna have to reinvent himself. I, I mean he's gotta move more. He, you know, he's 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 standing in there and he he's either trying to get the ball out too fast. Uh, he's he, it seems like he can't read defenses anymore, which is like the thing that's the most mind boggling about it. Like he he honestly looks like he's got some kind of anxiety issue when he's back there. He panics, so I, he's
1: so bad, man. It takes them like nine plays from inside the ten yard line to score, and that happens. Oh, I know. Once a week, like they're, they're it's it's just like they they like their one touchdown it's like oh we made it. Yeah, they're they are an unwatchable product, and before the year, some people
2: like them to go to the Super Bowl. But your point that they seem stuck is right like you're saying what can they do they there they, there are no options there are no they, they have to just they, hope that he's they, better next year they,
1: they can fire the coach and they, they can in theory if they were ever so bad that they just decided to draft the quarterback they could bench him because dude i I mean, we're not. Yeah, there's not going to be a first round pick. Seattle's got their first round pick. Well, right, dude. Seattle's going to get a could get a top five pick. Yeah, I know. It's it's unbelievable. It is it, it, like what a calamity that the Denver brought. The only thing that I'd be feeling good about is like, well, my owner's rich enough that they can basically do anything. But it's not baseball. Yeah, like you can't just like cut the guy a check and move and move on.
2: It's. I don't know. Do you think it's a I also think it's such a bad situation that even if they offered Sean Payton the most amount of money, I still don't think he would do it. Why would you? You need a quarterback, man, to win. Yep. Bill Belichick will tell you that. I don't like, think he'd do it. I think if he even if they offered 2 or 3 million dollars more a year than the next team, I still don't think I I think he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'll keep picking games on Fox."
1: because he's gonna have options yep like remember like when Bill Cower retired he like had options for 10 years same same with Dungy. like Sean Payton's gonna be able to pick his job like he could wait to coach Justin Herbert if he wants to if Brandon Staley's gonna get out of there or whoever he wants um all right let's do this quick. we're running long. Did you have a top like your your single biggest Thanksgiving football opinion?
2: Takeaway. Uh Yeah, I do have one. All right. Uh, the Bills needed the Super Bowl to be played in September because that's when they were at their best this year. Yeah. If the Super Bowl got played in the middle of September, they would have won it. But now I'm not even sure that they're going to win a playoff game. You throw the Von Miller injury on top of that. I know there's a little bit of a sigh of relief there, but... Man, they were very fortunate to come out of that game with a win. They were a 9, 10-point favorite. You know Their division, they still have two games left with New England. They're going to play them on a short week. I don't know. I just don't feel good about their chances. Maybe they're a buy low option right now because they were so high for so long in the offseason and then the first six or seven weeks of the year. But right now, I feel like the Bills are either one and done or a team that goes out in the divisional round again this year. There's no buy low, buddy. To win the AFC right now, the Chiefs are the favorite at plus 200. And then they're next. At plus 210. Yeah, sorry, not interested. I'd much rather have Cincinnati, and I would have told you that before they even went to Tennessee and won today.
1: Dude, you can get Cincinnati at 10 to 1. Love it. Still love it. Dolphins and Ravens have better odds than the than the Bengals. Love it. I might get a home
2: playoff game with them too again.
1: I I judge the Lions differently than I judge like any other NFL team. I judge them like they're like a cute little puppy that pees inside. (laughs) They 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 covered. Good for them. They covered on Thanksgiving against the Bills. They they had a real chance. Dan Campbell. Isn't he adorable? Yeah. I, I did. I, I they get I just, graded like, on a
2: serious curve.
1: I, I really do. I gra- I grade all lions accomplishments on a very serious. It's very patronized. I'm sorry. Lions fans. But like, I don't know, man, Barry Sanders quit on you. Megatron quit on you. Calvin uh, St- Stafford wins a super bowl. The second he leaves you, you win three games in a row and then you cover against the bills on Thanksgiving. I'm like, I'm, I that felt like a win. I'm grading it as four wins in a row uh, for the Bills. Uh, quick thought or for the for Lions, me. excuse
2: me. Quick thought for me on Steelers Colts Monday night. Good, and you you cover the Steelers, so you get the last word here. Yeah, so you know I am I'm obviously always interested in in their games, but I'm even I'm interested in what the Tuesday reaction will be to watching Pickett because they've already played a Sunday night game with him and they've played one o'clock games that have had a decent amount of eyeballs on them in Buffalo and in Philadelphia, even though Monday night is not the signature game anymore, I still think it's different from Sunday in that like sometimes people don't watch Sunday night football as closely because they've already watched six hours of football that day. And then the reaction the next day is like you've got to get the whole day of football in, like. Yeah, Tuesday no. On the on the,
1: t- on the Tuesday shows, whatever happens on Monday night football, right? Especially with a nationally relevant team like the yeah. Steelers, is you're you're gonna get talked about on all the shows on Tuesday for sure.
2: Yeah, so there's a lot of people that I'm interested in hearing their opinion on what they think of this guy. I'm disappointed that there's no Manning cast. For this game. Why did Peyton Manning not want to do a Manning cast for a Colts game? Is, uh,
1: it, ha- so that happened to the bears twice last year.
2: Uh, but he played for the Colts. I don't get that. Wouldn't he be able to get the best guests for a Colts Manning cast? Is it, it, does they, he they think got, it they would got be Barack weird? Obama this year, buddy. They, they, they get good guests, but Those, does he but, think it would be weird criticizing the Colts? Does he still have an agenda an anti-Colts agenda?
1: Dude, he does that from his neighbor's garage and Eli does it from his basement on the screen of his golf simulator. He probably is like playing golf this weekend or like on a vacation. Like th- this is like the least stressful job ever. It's it is nothing to do with the opponents and the schedules or anything. It is simply he has something cooler to do this week. That is that is it. That is it, it, do not do not take it personally, my friend.
2: So he just names his own schedule and ESPN's like, "All right, fine. Even though it would make sense for you to do a Colts game. Yes. That's fine with us." Okay. And that is like on nice. public record.
1: They they said to Peyton, "What do you want to do in television? Do it with us." He's like, "I want to host a show called Peyton's Places that has an insane travel budget. Doesn't work on linear television. You have to put it on ESPN Plus." They're like, "Go ahead." They're like, We'd like you to be an analyst for Monday Night Football. He's like, I don't want to do that. They're like, Well, what about if you did a Zoom with your brother and you didn't have to leave your home and nobody could hear you or your guests for the first year and a half because there was a lag on the and you don't. (laughs) He's like, he's like, fine, let's do it.
2: But I do think that the Manny Cast has been hurt by um, Buck and Aikman doing the uh, Monday Night games. I find myself watching. The regular broadcast more, yeah, than the Manning Cast this year. Yeah, me too. You? Well,
1: and so, like some of the novelty wore off. Like you know, it's it's not as new anymore. But I still love it. I love I love the Manning Cast. I think it, I think it's I think it's entertaining. I think they're great. I I disagree. I I like the guests. Like some of them are bad, but I I I think it's a because of what you said. Because like I watched like you do ten hours of football on Sunday. I'm still a little burnt out on Monday night a- after doing the show. So it's nice to just kind of chill with the talk show. Like usually like I've got an NBA game on, I got a talk show of football on, just like kind of hanging out. Yeah. So I like feeling like the Mannings and Vince Vaughn are in my living room.
2: All right, dude. We'll talk Thursday after Bills and Patriots, brother.
1: All right, buddy. Hey, nice, uh, nice of you to still wear that Syracuse hoodie, even though we lost to Bryant. Good for you. This is football. We're going to the oh, Fenway bowl. Oh, that, that, that all right. I'll see you at the pinstripe bowl. Thanks to Spencer Ray. Subscribe, rate, review. First and pot. Every team, every week, every game. He's Andrew Filipponi. I'm Danny Parkins. Peace.